Tired of boring news? Fatuous facts? Ever heard of a snake worm? Butt science? Food crime? Estonian sports? Spanish art restoration? No facts. Just questions. Person in person. A news show. Subscribe. Please and thank you. It's a me. It's a Tim. It's a Tim. Welcome to Brose, the podcast for those who drink rose. My name is Matt Casnell, and joining me as they always do are my bros in rose. On an audio feed reporting live from Belmar, New Jersey, it's Mr. Rich Sweeten. Hi, everyone. On an audio feed reporting live from Haddon Heights, New Jersey, it's Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey, everybody. And on an audio feed reporting live from Jugtown, Pennsylvania, <laughs> it's Tim Hansen. Oh, I'm scouting out a new location for Bubba's Brews and Booze, man. <laughs> Bubba's Brews and Booze. I, I was gonna, I was gonna say, you know, these three episodes are uh, are, are advertised by Bubba's Brews and Booze. Oh yeah, yeah. They, I, I, they actually said, yeah, when I when I solicited, and if you haven't listened, uh, Bubba's Brews and Booze, our our longtime sponsor, came back during our last episode. But when I I, I spoke to their representatives, they said the only well, the only way we're gonna do this is if we introduce Tim Hansen as coming from you know Jugtown and in Intercourse, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right giggity, 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 giggity. uh you guys doing all right hanging in there oh yeah fabulous i'm, I'm doing yeah. i'm doing mm-hmm. yeah doing, i'm doing great still yeah no, still doing solid still, still doing great <laughs> yeah just keeping it at a consistent like eight and a half nine yep yep, yep very yep. good to great <laughs> I, I just had an almond flour chunky peanut butter bar i'm doing good wow Man, there's a lot in that but almond yeah. flour chunky peanut butter damn yeah Good, good on you. Uh, well, I hope you are all enjoying the Almond Flour Chunky Peanut Butter of Podcasts, Brose! <laughs> Available as always on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and everywhere else where fine podcasts are bought and sold. We are on our second uh, second episode of this session of Brose. And of course, if you listen to any of our 46 goddamn sessions before, you know that the premise of our program is that we answer questions from you the audience about life the universe and everything and whereas most podcasts would be like yo that's that's good answer questions about life the universe and everything call it a day we're like no we must come up with something else that differentiates us from all those other podcasts so we do it while we're drinking rosé <laughs> so if you have a question you'd like us to answer on the air you want to email it to brosequestions at gmail.com that's brosequestions at gmail.com but before we get to those questions we got to tell you what we're drinking Tim Hansen, what are you drinking? Uh, so I am drinking Jewel from the Childress Vineyards in North Carolina. If you ever get a chance, uh, definitely go. Beautiful place. They've got great wine slushies and various other things and live music. And it's just gorgeous. But um, this rosé sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's a slightly bubbled dry rosé wine. And uh, it's gross. So I'm still nursing my glass for, or my my Knob Creek mug of wine, which I'm honestly probably just gonna dump in the sink. <laughs> Knob Creek, <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to be switching to uh, Sam Adams Summer Ale Hell to yeah. go along with the, the theme of summer in a bottle. Do you get that uh, that Sam variety pack that they've got out this year? The uh, the summer John. I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I just yeah. picked it up a couple of weeks ago. It's it's great, great early summer investment. The the IPA one I wasn't a huge fan of, but everything else I enjoy. Oh yeah, these like summer lo- the summer ale pork uh, pork rock <laughs> pork rocker Jesus <laughs> pork rocker uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pork rocker summer summer ale porch rocker the lawn logger and then whatever the IPA one is, which is a bit much. It's a little too yeah. floral for me. So. But this is a podcast about rosé. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ostensibly. Uh, Sean, Except what are you drinking? <laughs> um, I'm drinking Hallmark Channel Blush uh, rosé. And it is uh, just really sweet. It's like incredibly inoffensive. It is It is the Hallmark Channel movies of wine. <laughs> like just so milk toast. Yeah. It's just like it's really sweet. So like nobody's... Like my mom, my mom would be like, "This is too sweet," but it's just like it's just fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just solid C plus, good. You know, turn off your brain and drink some Hallmark yeah. Channel blush. It's the kind of rosé that makes you pick between your career or your love life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a big, it's a big city girl in a small town. Yeah, <laughs> coming back home. Uh, Rich, what are you drinking? Uh, I am drinking uh, Wolfer Estates uh, Summer in a Bottle. Um, the, the tasting notes say, uh, sometimes a glass is filled with more than just wine. Our summer in a bottle wines evoke the sea air, Hampton sunset and summertime adventures. Enjoy a glass and savor the experience. Um, I'm not a fan of it, but I probably also, I don't really like summertime adventures either. So it kind of makes sense and tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think this tastes really good. Um, mm. it's not very summery to me. It's twelve point twelve point eight percent ABV, so I'm down for it. Solid alcohol bro volume right in the wheelhouse. Yeah. I am drinking uh Domaine Lubiac, I think uh, is how you pronounce it. It's a twenty nineteen rose wine from the Wilmette Valley. So when you guys got to the end of the Oregon Trail, um <laughs> did you guys always raft down the Dallas or did you ever take the Barlow Toll Road? Like the the cheap way where you just pay like five dollars and then you're there. I left down to Dallas. Yeah, I uh, I I literally never played video Oregon Trail in my life, so neither of us. <gasps> Oof! Oof! Yeah, it's a catastrophe. C'est du cauchemar. Yeah. Très mal. Très mal. Oh, yeah. C'est très mal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the Dallas is always the way to go, but it was also like the way that you'd – it's always the most frustrating because it's like everything else is just like a role-playing game except for the hunting. Like it's all like your decisions. You're, you're making mm-hmm. you know, your choices. You're making – and then suddenly it just becomes like a not very good action game and you can just blow it all by like hitting one rock and it's like oh, – Everybody drowned. <laughs> Rafted a rock. <laughs> it's a bummer. But then also, if you take the toll, borrow a toll roll, you're you're just a you're just a coward. So it's 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 sort of a catch twenty two there. Anyway, Tim, hi. You've got our next uh, email of questions, correct? <clears throat> I do. So All let's right. let's kick this off with a great question from uh, the one and only Charlie Brem. Hey. What cheese would be the most unsettling to find at the center of a sushi roll? One, who puts cheese in a fucking sushi roll? Philadelphia. Because I get Philly cream cheese. Well, that's cream cheese, but that's also fucking terrible. (laughs) I've never had it. I refuse to eat it. That's bullshit. So would your answer be 
cream cheese. <laughs> <laughs> my answer would be any cheese. Don't put cheese in my fish. Yeah, I kind of buy that. I mean, even though like my, my thing with cheese is more like when it's hot and the texture is weird. Like uh, sushi, I'm going for a very particular taste and cheese does not enter into that taste profile in no, any way. I think it'd be feta cheese. Because feta cheese has like, a, it's just a real, like when you, I eat feta cheese, I can like feel it in my nose. So I think mm. I think that's like it would just it's just so overpowering. You'd be like, "What is this?" It's like kind of salty and weird, and just like I don't know, it'd be too much. For me, it's a toss between like ricotta or blue cheese. Mm. I think blue cheese, I might be able, you might be able to get away with depending on what you do with it. But I think ricotta is just kind of gross and to the same degree. Like I know it's like, oh my god, that's ricotta. Like nothing, it doesn't blend in to me. So I, I would say ricotta. What about you, Rich? Um, I, I don't know, I, honestly, probably just like a straight cheddar or something like that. Just like, I, agreed, cheese and fish don't go together. Every, every chef will tell you cheese and fish do not go together. Um, well, not Ronald McDonald. Uh, Larry, that, that nice thick layer of American splendor cheese on top of the filet of fish. <laughs> As we've discussed with the cheese you brought to Sean's wine at cheese party, that's cheese product and not actual mm-hmm. cheese. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's just, I mean, yeah, I don't, yeah, it would have to uh, just be just any cheese. I'm going to change it to cottage cheese. Okay. Cause Another I think, strong cause pick. Cottage cheese is such a weird... Cottage cheese and cream. I don't like cottage cheese or cream cheese because I feel like both of them should be sweet and they're not. Like they're both savory way more than I I just, for some reason in my brain, my brain is like, this is a sweet thing. And then I eat them and they're not. And so I don't like them even though, and it's not, it's just a weird, it's like when you're drinking, you think you're It's like when you think you're going to drink water and it's vodka, you know, like you're expecting it. I'm expecting one thing and I get something else. So I can't get behind it. You think it's going to be water and it's fucking match is like, yeah, <laughs> everything's coming up Millhouse. <laughs> See, like I honestly, Matt, I'd have to disagree with you. What you said with uh, ricotta and blue cheese would be good because you put it in the spicy rolls and ricotta. When you make lobster ravioli, it's mixed with, mixed with ricotta cheese. So you could essentially have like a lobster ravioli sushi roll type thing. And it'd probably go pretty well together. That sounds horrible. Uh, I disagree. <laughs> I disagree. Uh, is it, is it, lobster is not. You can't. You can't compare lobster like a hot like lobster ravioli with with raw sushi. Like it's it's not the same. It could mm-hmm. be a hot a hot roll. They make those. Well, I know they do, but like I we're I'm going. Yeah, like, but it's this is the same thing. It's like if you change the per- entire nature of the dish, then yeah, then it, then you can make it work. But it's when you when you say sushi, I, I imagine ninety five percent of the time you are not thinking of hot food. You are thinking of yeah. of raw fish in a roll. So yeah, you could probably construct a sushi roll that uses ricotta cheese. But then is it sushi? Now we're back to the sandwich debate. Like, what, what constitutes <laughs> sushi? That's what I was waiting for. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is where Where's it chimes in. Where it's like, well, I think like a grip, uh, like a, a giro, a hiro wrap is uh, actually, <laughs> look, look, it's actually if, sushi. If we're going to get into any food debates right now, I'm going to say that I'm, I'm kind of bummed out that no one has brought up this question on the show of if you get two la- lasagnas and put one on top of the other, do you now just have one lasagna? I mean, the answer yes. is yes. 
Yeah, it's a big lasagna. It's just (laughs) one big lasagna. It's not two lasagna stacked, but like it has a synergistic effect where the sum of it is greater than the sum of its parts. Yeah, it is now one amazing. That's definitely just one lasagna. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. I I don't think I've met someone who says no, but there is there is the internet that has been having this argument. Mm. Well, sounds like a bunch of trolls. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. A bunch of morons. Uh, Any other thoughts on cheese and sushi? Just don't no, do it. Next? Don't do it. <laughs> don't no, thank do it. you. Yeah. Thanks, Charlie, for your gross question. <laughs> yeah. You All make right, me next... sick. <laughs> uh, speaking of making some people sick, uh, next question is: What are your thoughts on polyamory? <sighs> <laughs> My thoughts are: Tread carefully with this answer. <laughs> uh, I don't look. Like, if it works for you, it works for you. It's not something that I've ever been particularly interested in. <laughs> Uh, but you know, I think it's, it is a very difficult, like, I think it's a very difficult situation to be in because you have to have so many people being on the exact same page, like in a monogamous relationship, it's easy. Cause it's just you and the other person have to, you know, synergize. Whereas with this, it's like all of these other people have to coalesce into this, this thing, this you know multi i don't know what what i don't know what a polyamorous like it's called a a, like a pod pod? is it a pod i don't know i know i know three is a thruple yeah and i think it goes up but i think the general term is a pod but i could also be wrong because yeah i don't know i don't know i don't know a ton about polyamory but i but but it's hard uh yeah i was gonna i was actually gonna say kind of the same thing but in different terms like you, it's easier in a couple but like even in just a one-on-one that's still kind of difficult like there is still some balancing that has to happen there add one two three other people depending how uh big your group wants to be that that just amplifies everything so i feel like there needs to be a lot more honesty and i feel like that's where things go wrong is different expectations or people come in with different expectations but as long as you're up front with everybody, this is what I'm after. This is what I expect. This is what I'm bringing to the table. Uh, and everyone's on the same page. Open communication. Clearly open consent. Like, or, or not open consent. But consent <laughs> is still absolutely a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, you do you. I'm, I'm big on physical affection with people. and But that's kind of where I would draw the line. Like, it, I have no problem going over and, like, snuggling Matt or snuggling Troutman. Or, honestly, if anyone else is comfortable with it, snuggling literally pretty much anybody. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, I am very much about that once I'm comfortable with somebody, regardless. But I wouldn't... That's probably the closest I come to anything even remotely related to that. So I can't... I Like, I still can't relate. But if it works for you and everybody is honest and nobody's being physically or emotionally hurt what room do i have to say bad things about it like i I don't Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah i mean as long as you're not hurting anybody go crazy yeah Yeah, it's like i and they're called they're called more sums more sums okay i just looked it up uh i as in how many more people do you want to add to this thing Uh, more some more some uh i i personally i i am open to being in polyamorous open open relationship (gasps) it's Um, called a polycule 
That's what it's called. Oh, I've heard that before. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You give a Cyndaquil the Firestone and it evolves into a Polyquil. I'm more down for... treading carefully. More down for the term Polyquil than I am for Morsum. Sorry, it's a Thrupple Stone. My bad. Thrupple Stone. But I personally, I am open to being in a a polyamorous relationship. However, it has to be from the start. I don't want to be three years down the line with a primary partner and then turn around and be like, I want to start seeing other people. I'm like, I am somebody who does want just a single partner, but I'm open to trying something else. But we have to be agree upon that. If neither of us are liking this, we have to end it. If one of us isn't liking it, we have to stop it. That's something you have to bring up at the beginning of the relationship that you're like, this is something I might be into just as a heads up. Mm -hmm. Even if, if you're like unsure, I think you have to be like very honest because you can't just switch midway yeah. through a relationship I, to be like no. oh actually i'm polyamorous it's like actually that's not what we talked about <laughs> yeah you're 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 not like you're not like if if it's three years in and you're like well i'm polyamorous like, no you're not polyamorous you just want to sleep with other people mm-hmm. you're just like it could go either way so people definitely use that as a reason to cheat or like go outside of their relationship mm-hmm. and be like oh i'm poly and i just never brought it up but there are also people who do that, which point it's just you need to be more open with your communication and that's mm-hmm. not OK. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not. It's not OK, but like that might not end well for you with your primary or your current relationship, because essentially that's dishonesty over the course of your relationship for however long that is. Mm-hmm. So if that is something you're into or would be interested in. Be upfront, be honest uh, because essentially, otherwise, you are leading a partner along under false pretenses, or you're a douchebag and you're just trying to use little polyamory as a thing, and I just want to sleep with other people. <laughs> yeah, and I I believe the term is like consensual polyamory, where everyone knows, even the new partners. Like that's that's the level I would make. I would have to have it be is like everybody knows. My new partners, my primary partner, anybody. Because um, I, candidly, I was seeing someone who was married and their husband didn't know. Uh, and after about a month, I felt like shit and ended it because I was like, this sucks. This, like, I feel terrible mm-hmm. about doing this to this guy who doesn't know any of this. And, yeah, like, I. You, you got to be open and honest, yeah. and it has, to, everyone has to be consenting. Yeah, because that's what adults do. Yeah. Is they consent. It's. It's. Or I just. It's not good. Yeah, I just. I have uh, uh, a couple of friends who, I feel like, they they entered into a polyamorous thing after a few years after having been married, um, as an excuse to try to better their relationship, and I just don't think it's working out for them, and they've kind of admitted it to me, but they're still sticking with it. And I'm just like, you should never use this as a way to fix a relationship. You should fix a relationship before you try to do this. Mm-hmm. It, it, like we've said, it's it's hard. It's hard to for everyone to be on that mindset. No spicing up your relationship by uh, by just being like, oh, we're going to introduce somebody new to the bedroom. You know, yeah. Because it sa- sounds sexy. Sounds sexy. <laughs> it but, sounds uh, sexy. Yeah, yeah. but uh, man, not the most healthy yeah. way to handle that. Any other thoughts on polyamory? Shall we move no. on? I think if everyone is on board, then a a plus mm-hmm. good live your best life. But uh, it's it seems very hard to me, and it's not something that I'm interested in. Yeah, 
Same Z's. Yeah. Tim, what do we got next? What do you think the hottest summer trend of 2021 will be? White boy summer? Is, is it white boy summer this year? White boy uh, summer. I think so, yeah. It's been, it's been white boy summer for a long time. <laughs> yeah. It's always white boy summer. Why stop I'm in a perpetual, perpetual state of white boy summer, for sure. I don't know. Biggest, don't biggest know. trend. The more crop tops, probably. I think crop tops are big again. So crop tops are coming back this summer, I'll say. Sure. Uh, counties trying to seed from their state and join another state. <laughs> mm-hmm. Looking at you, Allegheny County. Who are they trying be... to join? Oh, no, I don't know. Uh, I, don't know. <laughs> I think York? it's a couple, couple counties in Oregon. Are trying to join another state. I was reading about this today. Hmm. I didn't know that was a thing. We got secession. Secession yeah. is becoming a big deal again. Got a lot of secession talk. A lot of like, yeah. oh boy, technically California could be its own economy. Uh, like Texas could just be its own. <laughs> you know. Okay. Yeah. There. There's several counties in Oregon that want to seed and become uh, part of Idaho. Why? Uh, because we're like Wido. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> because y'all uh, don't like uh, Trump, and we want to be in a state that likes Trump like we do. Oh, that we want to vote for un potato for president. <laughs> uh, it li- literally in one of in one of the counties because like there was a vote on it for like to put this in front of Congress, uh, and it passed in I think it was six or seven states or counties. And one of the like write-ups for it literally had Trump in it forty-seven times. Sure, it's that's the thing I find funny is people will say like, "Oh, I'm leaving this state because they didn't vote for Trump." Instead of trying to move more people into that state to get him the win next year, like, mm-hmm. like the the um. Uh, Georgia, because of everything that's going on with with their shitty laws, there are people who live down in Georgia that are are blue that are like, "Hey, don't leave us just yet. We're on the course to go right or to to stay blue, but we need more help. So keep coming and giving us the blue the 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 the, the Democrats because, like, we just flipped the state. We're working on staying, keeping flipping it. Please don't leave us. Mm-hmm. Don't leave yeah. me." Um, what was the question? I remember. Uh, <laughs> What's the hottest summer trend of 2021? Uh, 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 I took a way left turn. Yeah, or right yeah, turn, yeah. I guess. It's going to be barbecues. New nation, new nation states. Oh, barbecues. Okay. Barbecues. Oh. Because we couldn't we couldn't have them in 2020. And half, half of adults in the United States have had at least one shot by this point. And so within the next couple of weeks, most more people are being more and more vaccinated that it's like oh we can now have people over again let's have barbecues because it's still pretty safe it's pretty safe to have a barbecue outside that seems that's a very good yes i agree with that (laughs) i'm gonna say that's that's the trend i want to see is barbecues 2021 (laughs) yeah i dig it 2k21 you know literally i'm 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 willing to have a barbecue at least every two weeks so if you guys want to come over for a barbecue every two weeks just let me know We'll plan it out. Different yeah. foods each, each, every couple of weeks. Down for I it. Mean, do a barbecue. Record a podcast. Hey, do more barbecue. I uh, what is it? Uh, Black Widow 
releases in theaters on June 9th or July 9th. I think it's June 9th. Or not releases in theaters. Releases everywhere. Disney Plus and in theaters. On June 9th. So I want to have people over that weekend. So it's like barbecue. Set up the TV outside and just watch the movie with everyone. With my sound bar really loud and annoy the hell out of my neighbors. Oh, we're not going to do Brose Goes to the Movies again. I personally, it's a little too soon for the movies. I don't know if I I'm really that t- comfortable for the movies. Right now. <laughs> it was a joke. The Great American Movie Ride, here with Brose, <laughs> the Brose Podcast. Um, yeah, barbecues, man. Uh, barbecue, boy. I don't know. I mean, obviously, we didn't do any last summer. I mean, we did some at the the beach a couple summers ago. Man, I think the barbecue is awesome because, like, even like you get one person on the grill, um, but like, the, and like they can be like the ringleader or whatever. But like, there's so much like you can do. Like, I, I'm not saying anything anybody doesn't know. It's a fucking barbecue, but like, it's 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 <laughs> just it's just there's so much untapped potential. Mm-hmm. I think um, I think what's going to happen is in addition to barbecue, uh, the next hot thing for the summer as a coin as a as a compliment to barbecue is sunburn because uh everybody forgot that the sun burns uh yeah. it's been a year and my guess is that that's going to happen pretty frequently or you know, a lot of people who forgot and either are going to get like a nice unhealthy tan or wind up with uh a real bad burn to start off their summer because they're like oh yeah shit yeah so i will go with that yeah i'm definitely in the unhealthy tan camp right now yeah i um i haven't gotten my uh my base tan down yet so uh probably tomorrow while i'm mowing the lawn i'm just gonna get burnt and then over the week it's just gonna stay a base tan from then till the end of the summer (laughs) any other summer trends um no i don't i can't think of any uh mario golf mario golf for sure (laughs) i cannot wait i cannot wait for mario golf Mario Golf Summer. It's gonna be a weird, weird time when it's just like we can go outside and golf. It's like, but, but also, but yeah, we yeah. can golf inside. Yeah, we yeah. could golf with like you know fucking Mario. I'm just, I'm <laughs> so excited for like their golf rush mode. That looks so awesome. I mm. can't wait to play it. I just want to taunt people again. Yeah, yeah. Hello, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up <laughs> for. <laughs> Tim, what's our next question? Hurry up! Hurry up! Hurry up! Four. <laughs> oh <right>. my! <laughs> this next one comes from John Tersich. Why do people insist on doing non-standard spelling of names for their children? <laughs> I.e., Ashley E I G H instead of just E Y. Sean, do you want to? A... Sorry. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I didn't realize. Sean, do you want to take this one first? <laughs> what? Why do people? That's a great question. Why do you? Why? Why would you come to me? I. Alice is spelled correctly. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Sean's name is the way I've learned how to spell Sean and everything yeah, else sh- other than that is yeah, weird. Yeah, Sean, I'm spelling my name the right way, and not the English way. There's only one of us way. with a living creature in their house with a Y in their name that doesn't need to be there. I'll have to I'll have to call my mom and ask her <laughs> that because that was not my choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so what's what's the deal with weird names? I think there are, there are two reasons why you would name your kid a weird spelling and it's either because that that spelling is like is in your family so it's just you're naming them after someone who came before 
or you're trying to show how unique you are, which is lame. Like, let Correct. you don't need to do that to your kid. Mm-hmm. So I, I respect if it's like, this is just how we spell it in our family. Like, it just, for some reason, like, Ashley spelled L-E-I-G-H was like how your grandmom spelled it. I respect that. Like, that's yeah, it's your prerogative or whatever. But if you're just trying to be like, they they need a unique name. No, they fucking don't. Um, but there, are, there is also... The, so I think... This is a separate question from, uh, John. Never mind. <laughs> never mind. No, no, now I want to know where you were going. This, this is a separate question from like, what do I think about like in quotes black people names, mm-hmm. like where it's like Lashawn or whatever, and that's a whole different, I think, can of worms that we don't need to get into. But like, if you're just spelling the name differently, like Michaela, like M A Y K L A Y A H or something, whatever. Um, that's just you trying to be unique and you don't need to, I, it's just, at that point, you're just being a tool. Yeah. You're just making it hard for your kid. Yeah. Like I, I saw, and this was on the internet, so I don't know how real it was, but somebody's name, they were doing like, they were, they were, uh, being interviewed for a news report. Their name was pronounced Erica, but it was spelled, uh, A I R. W R E C K A Erica Erica um and it's just like why just n- no it's Erica why do your parents hate you yeah yeah well there like, are two ways to spell Erica but still yeah and, and like that's <laughs> that's not one of them yeah that's not it <laughs> well, <laughs> that's not and it, like, my guy the two different ways to spell Erica still pronounce Erica like mm. It's just I, I I don't understand why you would have like why you would change how a name would be spelled like yeah if it if it's not a family name or like a historical significance to your culture mm-hmm. fuck off honestly mm-hmm. like you're just you're just being a snob yeah snob. I think yeah you don't need to exert your individuality through your kid's name I think that's mm-hmm. just I, there's no reason for that I and this again this is just for white people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like there's that's a whole there's a whole nother part of this question that we don't need to touch because we are four white dudes i agree <laughs> yeah a- any other uh notes on uh non-standard white spellings nah just, just keep the same number of n's it's supposed to be in your name just just stick with the the standard nobody was was clamoring for another way to spell jennifer nobody what? was begging for it one of my one of my good friends in college was named Kevin with a Y. It was K E V Y N. And it mm. was because his parents thought they saw that somewhere and thought it looked cool. Mm. But but they did not. <laughs> they had not seen that anywhere. Mm-hmm. So his name just had a Y in it for no reason. I think um, the, the Venn diagram of of people, uh of white people who have a bizarre spelling name, um, and the white people who have uh very pretentiously use the the term "my truth" for something are very very intertwined. It's, it's a circle. It's the it's, it's, it's a circle. It's the same person. It's like the the office meme. Corporate wants you to identify these two, and it's Kevin with four Y's, and then my truth and Pam going. It's There's the same, the same picture. picture. It's the same picture. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like uh, one of the guys that uh, I record podcasts with, his name is Drewton, 
and everyone calls him Drew, but it's D-R-O-O, not D-R-E-W. But his family was weird because his middle name is Udall. So, they're just weird. His name is Druton Udall? Druton Udall Haycock, so his initials are duh. <laughs> Boy. That's very funny. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> it's like a like a SEC football walk-on name. <laughs> <laughs> his, I mean, I definitely would have gone for those initials, just not those names. His uh. his uh his brother's name is Alan Jefferson Haycock. So he got relatively normal names and then they're just like, We're fucking your life up, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I love that when you get somebody who's just called like like Beelzebub, Wolfgang, and then you get like Fred Smith as the third <laughs> kid. Or it's like, ah, oh, fuck it. Their <laughs> sister's name is Linda, like just a normal name. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's weird. Yeah. Well, it's, a lot of old old people names are coming back, like Agatha and stuff. Yeah. Yep. That's what my, we're seeing. My niece. That's the new su- the new summer twenty twenty one trend is Phyllis. <laughs> my my. <laughs> My niece's name is Tabitha, named after Tabitha Headley. See, mm. I, I've i known a bunch of Tabithas, so to me, that's not like an old name coming back. That's just like, yeah, and? <laughs> not a lot of Tabithas. <laughs> you, you had Tabitha Soren back in the day for MTV. That was like, what, like 25, 30 years ago? Something like that? Tabitha lingers. Tabitha lingers over the decades. I haven't heard of Eunice under the age of 50 ever. Oh, okay. I've only known one Eunice, I think. And I think Tim and I know that Eunice. I know a second one, and her name is spelled differently. It's non standard. God damn it. I'm not even kidding. It's spelled differently. It's infuriating. Tim, what's the next question? The next question. Uh, what is your favorite fantasy world that you could actually survive in as you are now? Example, if I woke up in Star Wars, I'd die. But if I woke up in Cloudy with a chance of meatballs, eh? <laughs> <laughs> mm. oh, hmm. Fantasy world you could survive in. I suppose it would be Ready Player One. Because mm. I don't remember exactly the 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 like government behind it and like yeah, i know it's a dystopian future and everything but pres- it seems like all you need to do is play video games and know about rush so yeah, as yeah. long <laughs> as you know those two you're kind of in the clear and ferris so, bueller's day off and ferris bueller's day off yeah so you get this guy's easter egg or whatever so uh so i will say ready player one because i feel That's like i could have pick. a work a working enough knowledge yeah of of you know 80s prog rock and um and yeah, and Ferris Bueller to survive and create my character. That's a good one because it's not terribly too far off of now. It's just our online games would be much more in depth. Yeah. And pivotal to life, honestly. Yeah. Hmm. Like, comment, and survive. <laughs> I can't think of any right now. I think if I were a hobbit in Lord of the Rings, I could survive. <laughs> But it has to be as I am now. Oh, no. Oh, then I will be a hobbit in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> just, 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 just don't live in the Shire. Live no, anywhere. never leave the Shire. No, yeah. because the sh- in the books, the Shire gets attacked by orcs and like almost destroyed. Ah, oh, fuck. Hmm. That sounds bad. I'm I, Actually, I'm 90% sure that happens in one of the books. I'm just uh, going to ignore you because it didn't happen in the movie, so it didn't happen. I'm going to say I would be okay in, like, the, in the realm of, like, the X-Men. 
like in mm-hmm. that world where there's mutants because I either would be a mutant or wouldn't and I could just live my life like it's just a normal normal life most of the time <laughs> yeah but there's a guy who can bend metal metal who hates you well, because you're normal who yeah but there are also like Fucking I have family members yeah. who subscribe to QAnon who hate me because I don't believe <laughs> Earth and flat. they can bend metal too <laughs> They yeah, say just very small, very small pieces of metal. They're just like bending aluminum yeah. foil at me. <laughs> yeah, I look. They made me get the shot, and look what I can do now. And he's just like bending a paperclip. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Uh, I I think it would have to be the 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 realms of D and D. Um, because like. The, the the main like uh the sword coast is what they're generally in in like the current fifth edition uh books and that's like that's not a war torn area or anything and i'd probably be fine as like a not even a shopkeep but like a a, a server or a a chef or something in like an, an inn or i'd just be the town drunk and i'd probably not die probably i'd also go with toonland from space jam okay <laughs> um Listen, I'd be an awesome basketball player. <laughs> Dude, just anything I can think of is like, You're, we're in Toon Land. We're Looney Tunes. And suddenly I can just stretch like Michael Jordan can. Yeah, sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that works. That definitely works. Yeah. You guys pump for Space Jam 2? It's coming. No. Hell yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's going to suck. It might. It might. Is it, it might. It's coming out on HBO Max, right? So I can watch it right away. Is it? I should I be able to. Right I believe so. Yeah. LeBron James. Uh, Tim, what's next? Uh, next up is, what was the first piece of live theater, if no theater, than music you saw, and how did you feel about it? Hmm. The first piece of live theater was Saints Philip and James, second grade. Uh, no, first grade. Uh, they were putting on a performance of Cinderella, and there was a kid who was a jester, and I was... Five or six at the time, uh, kid was juggling balls in as the jester and tossed one out into the crowd, and I caught it, and I thought, oh, he wants this back, so I threw it back at him. <laughs> then I got in trouble because <laughs> you're not supposed to throw things at the stage when you're doing a school performance. Uh, so my teacher just thought it was me being an asshole when I was just I was just trying to help. <laughs> I thought he dropped it. Yeah. So yeah, I thought I thought he needed it back, and he, to his credit, he caught it. Kid caught it, um, and then uh, and then I I cried on the bleachers because I, I got oh. in trouble for helping out. <laughs> uh, so uh, that is my first piece of live theater. If we're going with something more official than that, um, I don't remember. Somebody else go. I think it was sixth or seventh grade. Uh, I think we were reading uh, of Mice and Men. And the playhouse in Oakland were were doing that play, so we had a field trip to the playhouse to see it during school, and I, I, that was honestly one of the best field trips I've ever had. Because <laughs> like the, the the show, like the actors, and it's like a local community uh, uh, playhouse. It's not very big, not well known. I don't think it's not it's nothing special. It's nothing to write home about, but it's still it was good and and entertaining. For sixth or seventh grade, uh, your uh, old Richie. Hmm. I'm trying to remember 
because we actually have a place that uh in chester county near where matt and i grew up called people's light oh yeah which is just a theater company uh so i've seen a variety of shows there i just can't remember whether my first one was secret garden or the glass menagerie Mm. Mm. we saw julius caesar there and they updated it with machine guns (laughs) not not a joke I don't think they shot anybody with it. They just showed people like getting whacked with the butt of the gun. Yeah, mm. I think the last show I saw there was uh, Midsummer's Night Dream, and uh, the woman they had for the character uh, Titania or Titania or whatever the hell her name is was um, fitting of the name. <laughs> okay, that's the only. Th- <laughs> it was uh, just okay. like, oh, I'm enjoying this show. Oh yeah, look at hair. Uh, Sean. This is hard because I don't remember what my first theater production was. Um, I think it might have been, I saw, I remember seeing Oliver Twist in, at like the Keswick or something when I was pretty young. I don't remember if that was the first one, but that's the first one I remember. And I remember just, I love live theater. I think it's so dope. Like, it's so cool. Them being yeah. able to remember all those lines right in front of it's everybody. It's super cool. Yeah. So I I do love live theater. And I but the thing that I keep that kept popping into my brain that is stopping me from remembering when the first uh what the first uh live theater experience I had was uh is I did this thing in high school called the Cappies, which is basically like you would go to different schools and review their productions of whatever they were doing and i remember going to a school and they were doing the sound of music and they made the nazis like funny like doofy characters that were just (laughs) like they were just like oh we're 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 just like uh fucking idiots like and I just stole rem- from Power Rangers. Yeah, like I and they were just like bumbling doofuses, and I was like, it seems really <laughs> just kind of irresponsible. Yeah. Like in the review that I wrote about it, I just basically roasted the school for being. I was like, these guys are fucking Nazis. Like we shouldn't be mm-hmm. laughing at them. This is serious. <laughs> and I was like, fifteen. I was just like, what are you guys doing? Type in a type Sean, up a Sean very... got on the uh, don't normalize Nazis thing like 15 years in advance <laughs> when you yeah. needed to. Yeah, I was just like, why are you guys making fun of these Nazis? I don't want I don't want them to be like, yeah. I don't want the Nazis to be I don't want yeah. to be laughing at them. They're Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> Open the gas chamber. Whackety schmackety do. <laughs> yeah, they were just like they were just doing like, whoa, where yeah. did the, where did the whatever where did they go? Where did the Von like, Trapps go? Yeah, where did the Von Trapps go? And I was just like, guys, these are fucking Nazis. You have to you have to kind of play them straight. I understand what you're going for, but you're yeah. missing the mark because these are fucking Nazis. Like it's not I, enough that they're evil; they just have to be fucking morons on top of it. Yeah, I like. I wonder what 15 year old Sean would write about. Like the producers, like they're singing about springtime for Hitler. Yeah, like what the hell? Dude, yeah, I, I, watch, I, hopefully, watch I would have understood that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like what? <laughs> <laughs> writing to Mel Brooks, dear sir, how dear dare sir you? or madam, yeah, or madam. 
This yeah. is uh, this is one thing that when I look back in my life, I regret not opening up more to the thespian and 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 actor and entertainer that is within me. Acting Be- because, like, <laughs> I've like I was always so attached to like my brother's hip and wanting to do everything he did that like I never did plays, I never went to plays, I never saw things. I'm like, like it. it I knew back when I was younger that I always kind of wanted to like create and act and whatever and i just at one point i just stopped to play video games and never did anything else and so i'm just like man i missed a whole portion of my life that could have been great mm. there's a lot of creatives that do video games though i mean like you, you, you there's it's just finding a balance it's, it's all tricky yeah and the, the problem is like i um like I didn't do anything else but play video games because that's what my brother did. And like, I always looked up to him to where like, if I thought about even doing like a play, I'm like, I'm not going to do a play because it's going to take away from my video game time. And I got to, I have to match Eric into video gaming. And then I just wouldn't be able to play games anyway, because he was always taking over the game systems because he was done homework before I was. So lucky my brother never took after me. I was like, oh, sports, video games, and heavy metal. And he was just like, I'll take the heavy metal and we're <laughs> going to go a completely different direction on the other two. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, any other thought? Any other uh, theater memories? Any favorites that you've seen in the theater? The theater? Uh, I saw you, Rent once. Say. It was so good. Mm. Oh, oh, yeah. I got, I got, the, I got autographs from the people who were in the movie and stuff. It was pretty sweet. Oh, nice. That's cool. It was sick. I I've besides that one theater uh, in like seventh grade. I haven't. I've never been in the theater since. I mm. want to go so bad. I wanted to see Mean Girls the musical, and I, I, we missed it when it was in uh, Philly. Mm. Theater is awesome. It, it gives you more. Of it, it it's different than a movie, and that's on mm-hmm. purpose. And yeah. I think it's. Yeah. It hits home a little more because you feel more, even though you're not part of the show necessarily, you feel more involved and like you're there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of hard. Whereas a movie, you can kind of like tune out sometimes, whether on purpose or not, and it'd be like, wait, what happened? Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't really happen at a theater unless you've been dragged there by a significant other and you've fallen asleep during act two or some shit. That's when you're really locked in. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I- and I, I just remembered as we're talking about this in my family, we used to go to the Lancaster Playhouse out like Rank- Lancaster Reading area mm-hmm. for their Christmas show every year. Mm-hmm. And at one point, like that, it, there's no story. It's just them singing and just 90 percent of it is like super religious Christmas songs. And it's just like I, I need more than just singing. I need an actual play. This is just not that great anymore. Mm hmm. It's interesting when we mentioned about the uh, like theater working differently than movies, Tim. Because incidentally, my, my wife and I watched The Producers. And it's the first time I'd seen The Producers movie in you know, like 10 or 12 years or something like that. Uh, we just watched it about six weeks ago. And I still really liked it. But there are, there's a huge section in the very beginning of the movie where they just stay in the same room for a very long time. And I'm like, oh, that, that would have worked better if as in the stage production than it did in the movie. Like it, it just yeah, it that- just it seemed a little weird. Um, so yeah, I would have loved to have seen the producers with Nathan Lane and Matthew Broderick specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nathan Lane, Nathan Lane's just the man. Uh, <laughs> but uh, he's, he's so good. Uh, 
my wife and I, our first big trip as a couple was we went to New York to see Rock of Ages. Oh, and nice. uh, it was the only concert, it was the only uh, Broadway show where they had outside while we were waiting to get our tickets taken, where they were shouting, Best Jello Shots on Broadway! <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, which is very funny. Uh, but yeah, I've seen a couple of good shows at Rock of Ages once, uh, The Play That Goes Wrong, which is hilarious. Uh, theater, baby. Theater. Yep. Theater, baby. Baby. Do it. All right. What do we got next, Tim? All right, and our final question for this evening, also coming from John Terzich. What income do you consider to be rich? How about wealthy? Well, I make about $40,000 a year, so that's what I consider to be rich. Uh, Exactly $1 more than my wife and I's THI. uh, (laughs) According to census.gov, just to to kind of uh, give you a perspective... The median household income in the U.S. was about sixty-nine thousand. Nice, nice. Hell yeah! <laughs> That's like the last thing Trump did before he left office was he doctored the census data so it had sixty-nine thousand. <laughs> nice. I yeah. I I would say it's very nice. To be considered rich would be a a single person making the sixty-nine seventy thousand dollars. Uh, and wealthy is making a hundred and fifty or more thousand dollars. I well, that's so you so like a single person by themselves. Yeah, yeah single per like a couple making seventy thousand. I don't consider that rich. No, definitely not. But no, no, no. a single person making seventy thousand dollars, and this is based on only my own personal experiences. If I were making seventy thousand dollars, my life would be so different that like, I would have much better and higher savings than what is I it- do. Is it like so? Is it like wealthy then rich? I, I think rich then wealthy. Rich then wealthy. Okay. See, I don't understand the difference. I think it's more of how a, are they not the same thing? Well, I mean, like definitionally, but I think it's, it's entirely your perspective. Like when I think wealth, I think of like when when Elizabeth Warren, for example, is going like, "We want to tax the wealthy because we want to tax all the money that you just got saved sitting there, you know, making capital gains or whatever." Rich. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong, Rich, but it seems like it's like, okay, Rich is like you're taking in a lot of money and wealthy is like you've got a lot of money just sitting there and you're just letting it grow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So wealth is like uh, uh, Bezos because he's got a lot of money and he's always been holding on to it. And he's probably got a lot oh, of property. Picking the, top, like, the top is but easy. Like, one, uh, so like somebody who has not just money but other stuff. Yeah. Because you can be property. wealthy and not be making a dime in I, salary. Yeah, on a daily I would basis. say a rich per, a rich couple is making about two hundred thousand dollars a year, and a wealth like wealthy, I would say probably like is somebody who has accumulated over probably like a million dollars. Like mm-hmm. that's a that's wealth. Yeah, somewhere up there. Yeah, yeah. I I couldn't figure out how to do wealthy, but my my rich number was like two hundred two fifty combined annual income mm-hmm. for a couple. Yeah, yeah. Because because you you could have a hundred thousand dollars in money, but four properties that go over two hundred thousand yeah, yeah. dollars total, and it's, well, that's wealthy right there. Yeah, because like seventy thousand dollars if you're living by yourself is so much money. Yeah. If if I were making $70,000, I would not have debt right now. I always have this line from a, a Gob song from back in like 03, uh, 
where <laughs> this is my frame of reference for for the cutoff line for Rich that stuck with me, which is the line, your Mercedes won't start. Yeah, that's a crying shame. Guess 90K a year buys nothing but complaints. Uh, and that has stuck with me for <laughs> fucking 18 years. Uh, and it's like, all right, once you hit 90, you're, you're, you're real. Man, is, there's no there's no real reason. Like six figures has always seemed like the magic number for me. I'm like, oh, a six-figure job. Holy shit. Like that's always seemed like the magic number for me is like that ninety to a hundred thousand dollar range. So I, I will say that, but it is entirely, you know, it's based upon your perspective. You know, it's you know, there are certain people who are gonna be like, I don't consider somebody rich until they're making, you know, half a million dollars a year or something like that. Yeah, I, I, I think if you were to ask people who make like two hundred thousand dollars if they thought they were rich, they would say no. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah. I, I would disagree because <laughs> well, you, you always wind up like because if you make two hundred thousand dollars a year or something like that, then you go well. You wind up buying. Usually, what ends up happening is you buy a house that yeah you costs, live you live within your means. Yeah, you live within your means. And then it's like oh, well, I'm barely making the bills. But if your mortgage payment is three times as much as the median mortgage payment, then yeah. you know you could downsize and be pretty comfortable. Yeah, yeah. At that point, you're still rich. You're just also an asshole and are poor with money. <laughs> So you can be bad with money and still be rich. Yeah. Yeah, man. Alan Iverson. Yeah, like I was I love AI, but come on, dude. For like for work I was processing a loan that had forbeared over over six figures over the course of the pandemic. And they were trying to defer that. And I was talking to my supervisor about it. He's like, that's a lot. And I'm like, well, if you look at their monthly payment of over over five figures or of like 10 to 15 grand a month, like they should be able to make that, that those six figures at the end of the term of their loan, like relatively to us. Yeah, that's a lot, but to them, that's probably not that much. (laughs) Sounds like me at work. Someone's just like, Oh, that's a lot of money. I was like, 15,000 is this company. It's fucking pennies. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's, it's like we were uh, on PodQuest this past week. We were talking about uh, the height of some of like the muscle builders like Vin Diesel, The Rock. And I was like, yeah, Vin Diesel's short relatively to The Rock, who's five inches taller than him at 6'5", and Vin Diesel's 6'1". Shrimp. <laughs> Fucking Little shrimp, Vin baby. Diesel. It's only four inches. Uh, I yeah. meant six, zero, six, six foot. I'm a shrimp. It sounds to me, based on information, it sounds like I could take Vin Diesel. You could Um, definitely probably take Vin Diesel. Yeah. I mean, by take him, I mean I would take a basketball and hold it over his head going like, nah, 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 nah. (laughs) Come on, man. He'd be like Kevin Hart to you. Yeah. Come 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 on, on, dude. Give me a break. (laughs) Uh, uh, Any other thoughts on uh, what constitutes being rich or being wealthy? No. No. I think think we covered it pretty decently. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, once you have one column in your house at any point anywhere, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, you're doing you're doing pretty well. Yeah, yeah, you're you're hitting that higher tax bracket. I installed a column in our laundry room. Yeah. <laughs> Big it's mistake. Status symbol. It, it takes out all of the square footage in the laundry room, yeah. but I have it there. I am wealthy. The third Don't floor worry, All of our clothes leaking. go to dry cleaning. The third floor bathroom's been leaking for months, but we got that fucking column. <laughs> All right, that was everything, Tim, right? See. Does anyone have a closing thought or a take? Uh yeah, I could do I could do a a, a thing. All right, I jump in here, Rich. 
I, I need to start preparing my takes like you do, Matt, because like you're so well written with these, and I'm always just <laughs> winging them off the top of my head. And it's, well, it's it's, of... it's it's beneficial when the public relations department for Bubba's Brews and Booze just just hands it to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah that that's a good. That's I'm, just, a good I'm just reading copy. Yeah, I got I gotta I gotta call them up and tell them my take and have them write it out for me. Um, so uh, within the past couple of weeks, I think it was last uh, Monday. I decided for lunch I wanted to take my dog out for for a walk. And uh, I wanted to bring him somewhere different. And so there is a park, not about a 10-minute drive from me, um, in uh, Red Bank in Gloucester County, New Jersey, known as the Red Bank Battlefield Park. Uh, It's Gloucester County, I said, right? Not Township. There's so many Gloucesters Mm -hmm. in New Jersey. It's Gloucester County. So I, I, I leash him, bring him out there, start walking him. And about five minutes into the walk, I have an officer come up. Sir, sir, you can't have your dog here. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, it's not posted very well, but the county doesn't allow dogs in any public park unless signed otherwise. There's one five minutes down the road that you can definitely go to, but this is not allowed. I'm like, all right, I didn't know. Sorry. And I was kind and he let me. He, he didn't follow me or anything. He let me just go on my way, take my dog back to the car and drive home. But this has been an issue that I've noticed in, like, around the Jersey area, Camden County, Gloucester County, all of these, like, at least my area, of closing off nature to people or dogs that I don't think should happen. I should be allowed to bring my dog leashed to a park when there's not a lot of people there. I should be responsible for cleaning him up, and if I don't clean up after him, then you find me, tell me I can't bring him, whatever. But, like, th- why Why is it that bad that I bring my dog to a park along the river to get the nice wind and, like, like he probably doesn't really appreciate the scenery, but, like, I do, and I want to mm-hmm. walk him around this nice park. It just, it, it blows my mind, because there's a park uh, not too far from here, Matt, you know this park. It's known as Pokemon Park, near where your in-laws live. That mm-hmm. uh, you can't walk around the park after ten o'clock because it closes. It's not fenced in. It's not gated. It's a completely open park next to a main highway across the street from the police office. You can't walk it after ten o'clock because it's closed. How the fuck are you going to close nature? Open hmm. fucking nature that's lit. It's just like, let me walk where I want to fucking walk. Let me bring my leashed dog to where I want to walk my leashed dog. Like it's just, I it, stop closing nature and shutting nature away from people. Nature just, is lit, Rich. It is. It's <laughs> fucking lit. But you can't go everywhere all the time. It's it's public areas that I can't walk after ten o'clock because it's closed, or I can't walk my dog because. It's Gloucester County, and they don't let dogs in all their parks, leashed or not. It's just, I, it's frustrating. Hmm. Hot <sighs> So spicy. So <laughs> spicy. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's just, I, I don't know. If you guys have any anything to add to this or talk about this, it's just, like... 
I don't have anything to add as far as the comment. I mean, look, look, it's nature. You know, you get to walk around. I, I just want to point out that we are we are quickly approaching territory where the Sweeten show is just turning into a few good minutes with Andy Rooney from the end of 60 Minutes, where it's just like, I'm Rich Sweeten. You ever notice how <laughs> dogs... <laughs> like, it's, it's just like like man around town uh, kind of stuff. It's a hyper-local. It's, it's, it's stuff that people deal with. Uh, yeah. Tim, you 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 have owned dogs. Uh, Sean, you have dogs. Uh, have I'm going to allow you guys to to jump in here because I have never owned a dog of my own. So I mean, around us, uh, I I I think I would differentiate between pub city owned land, which is viewed as open land, and nature, because nature is raw, is out there. And absolutely free for anyone to go out there. But you're talking about parks which are maintained by the city or the town. So, yeah. Do those restrictions suck? Yeah, a little bit. But also, say there's a bunch of people walking around at night doing unsavory things in said park. We can't really tell that, like, if either there's a blanket rule that no one's in the park after n- night, or you have to catch them doing that unsavory thing. And it's like, oh, well, I mean, you just think I'm doing this thing, blah, 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 blah. And then you also have to dedicate time and resources to maintaining and cleaning up after stuff like that. So I that was kind of the conversation we had about the dog stuff is like, I mean, maybe they did have a huge issue. Maybe some of these areas are harder to maintain. Maybe there's just a fuck ton of parks. I I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it is much easier to make a blanket rule about all parks with to not have dogs than it is. And like, all right, here's the one exception. Here's the other exception. Then to say all parks are allowed to have dogs except for that one and except for that one. Sometimes that's easier because then it's the assumption that I can't bring my dog here rather than the assumption of I can bring my dog here. And then when you do and an officer tells you, I- I'm glad your interaction went well. When you started mm-hmm. this conversation uh, the other day, I was like, oh, shit, did he give you a ticket? That's fucked up. And you're like, no, he let me on my way. And my immediate reaction was, then why are we having this conversation? <laughs> it's like if if there was no issue other than you went out of your way to go to this park. It was, it was, hey, this is the thing you can't do. Okay. Is there any other problem? No. Thank you. But that also goes along the lines of like, obey what you're told, blah, 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 blah. Yada, yada. But to me, that's not a big deal. But I also have like a lake that is not really, like, it is not really maintained by anybody. They don't care if you're out there with your dog. So I can go that way, but you are in a much different environment than I am. So I don't know. Well, it's like I I looked up the rules for Gloucester County after this happened, and it's like public park areas. You're not allowed to bring your dog. So if say that lake was a public park, that's not you're not allowed to bring your dog there and walk them. Whether no one's there or everyone's there, you're not allowed to bring your dog there. In Gloucester. And I googled like the closest dog parks or like dog parks in Gloucester County. They're like 45 minutes apart from each other. So they're like they're not close. And there's only there's like two in my general area. Then there's none. They're 
pretty much the rest of Gloucester County. So if I lived next to a park, I couldn't walk my dog to, at that park. It's just, I, I don't know. It's, I, hate, I hate the limiting when I'm trying to do something like walk my dog or walk myself. Like mm-hmm. limitations on stuff like that, especially public areas that I'm going to pull this card. My taxes pay for. I should be allowed to walk my dog. Not in my backyard. Rich, it sounds like you're a new convert to libertarianism. (laughs) And you just never knew it. Come to us. We have reason magazines. (laughs) (laughs) I saw saw an article today about uh, it was an eight-year-old who drove his sister to McDonald's to get something like and i was i was like where are the libertarians just yeah defending and, I'll bet, kids right? and i'll bet the state told them they couldn't <laughs> i'll bet they will <laughs> yeah i guarantee you if i look up like eight-year-old driving there's guaranteed like a rabe suave article on uh on reason being like <laughs> being, yeah like big government is coming for these eight-year-olds for driving around <laughs> Look, I don't often pull my my taxes pay for card, but when it's like walking around at a public park that's not closed in or whatever, I, I'll, I'm going to pull that card. I but I, I I think I'm I I agree with Tim here, where it's easier to just make a blanket statement that's like you just can't fucking do this than to be like in this situation you can walk your dog, uh, and it, and it does suck, but it's like you know it's the cost of being a person in the world yeah, yeah. it's like and, I, and it and uh, the, the the argument that i pay my taxes is like okay so you can do whatever the fuck you want is that what paying your taxes does because that's that's the argument you're using i agree tim that's why i shouldn't pay your taxes yeah i should just not pay my taxes <laughs> yeah and i'm gonna walk around naked all the time you Some know money. what i think that the government should tell you how much you owe on your taxes that- oh my god yes yeah that, that that actually that is a big thing uh where it's just like it's the the idea that oh we know how much you owe in your taxes but we're not going to tell you and if you get it wrong you owe us more like <laughs> pretty much isn't that so fucked up man yep. it's oh. so fucked up yeah it is <laughs> it's very fucked up <laughs> listen i drank Genuine. my full bottle Truly of wine genuinely. already <laughs> Oh boy, dude! If if I do anything, if we end like if this podcast ends before it's time, if I just get all of you to vote for Justin Amash for president once, I will be <laughs> so satisfied. Who is the uh, liber- former oh. Republican congressman from uh, Michigan? who is uh, now out of is basically booted out of the Republican Party because he wasn't a Trump guy. He's like he's like a hardcore libertarian. Um, not like a Goldwater libertarian where he's like, you know, just let everybody do anything they want, but like a genuinely principled congressman who I would absolutely vote for president. Okay, I'm <laughs> run some major. He runs. I'm hoping. I'm hoping the next four years uh, bring to light more and more uh, independent candidates because definitely down to vote independent, not strictly libertarian, but independent in general. Mm. Um. You know what? I'm hearing this thing about the MAGA party. I might, I might look into them. Oh yeah, he, MAGA party. He, it's yeah. so Justin Amash just looks like a middle aged version of uh, Matt Pat from Game Theory, <laughs> and I can't not see it. I don't, I don't know who. I, I, I'm it's, going it's to assume a, that you're correct. It's, it's a YouTuber. Look yeah, it up. <laughs> yeah. 
Dude, it's, <laughs> I, I, I will look him up uh, as long as I can count on your vote for Justin Amash for the LP for uh, 2024. Listen, we'll see what the what the world looks like in <laughs> yeah. 2024. Tim, Tim, I know, I know, I know. Generally, your politics. There's no way you're voting for Justin Amash. There's not not a snowball's chance in hell that you're gonna you're gonna vote for this guy. Are you sure? Uh, pretty. If if you if you're a Bernie guy, you're not. Well, I will say this. You're probably closer to Amash than you are to Biden. But I don't think that's, you're close. That's yeah, not you're, hard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, anyway, uh, good take, Rich. And if you uh, if you we do find a candidate that is running exclusively on the like, let the parks open to everybody thing, uh, we'll make them the official candidate of the Brose podcast. All right, I'll see what I can do. It'll local, be me. Local or otherwise. It'll be me. I'm going to start uh, running for town town council and then eventually mayor. And then I'll move to Gloucester County so I can get that rule changed to Gloucester County. And, okay. and then on to the White House. And then on to the White yeah. House. Yeah. yeah, just I'm going to go right from like from mayor to, to county. Uh, uh, what's the word? I can't think of it. It's a stupid commissioner. Type. Yeah, sure. County commissioner, and right from county commissioner for Gloucester County. After moving there for six months, I'm going to the White House. You don't even need to go. Just talk to Pete Buttigieg. Just go from mayor to president. Apparently, that's something that's feasible. <laughs> there we go. Exactly. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. And if people want to find out more about your platform, where can they find you on Twitter? At b underscore walnuts. How about you, Sean? At hey, it's sob. How about you, Tim? Uh, Tim R. Hanson. And you can follow me on Twitter at MKASNEL. That's M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. The podcast is on Twitter at Brose underscore podcast. It's on Facebook at Brose podcast. And it's on Instagram at Brose underscore podcast. You can find our show on many great podcasting platforms, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, and TuneIn. Uh, and if you have a question you want us to answer on the air, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Special thanks, as always, to Mary O'Brien for compiling our questions. To Shannon Vogel, who designed our world-famous logo. You can find Shannon's work on Etsy.com or at Shannon Vogel Photography on Facebook. That's V-O-G-E-L. Our theme music is When by Steven Siebert. You can listen to his work at the Free Music Archive. And huge thanks to Tess Riley, uh, who's helping us out with editing some of our podcasts. We thank you very much for your support, whoever you are. Uh, it's plug time, everybody. Uh, I'm just going to look at it's a fucking free for all now during the plug section. So I'm just going to let anyone who wants to jump in and plug anything get in there. Check out PodQuest, even though I might not be on it anymore. There's still some cool guys. They talk about nerd shit if the show's still going. Nerd shit. Uh, will, will they review uh, Mario Golf without your, your hand to guide them towards it? I honestly don't think either of them have any interest in getting it. So no, probably not. Garbage I, show. Don't listen. Yeah, I might. Like I might. Show. I <laughs> might record a ten-minute correspondence and send it to them for when Mario Golf comes out. Yeah, Gar- garage podcast for not a. We are uh, with this episode still about two weeks out from Mario Golf anyway. So hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Sean, what about your Frisbees? Oh, yes. You want to see me Frisbees? Ob Disc Golf everywhere except Instagram, where it's Ob underscore Disc Golf. Please Whoosh. check it out. Tim, our friends at the Person in Person podcast would like a word out of you. Oh, my God. Greg and Gene, my boys at the Person in Person podcast. Oh, yeah. The new show for people who hate new shows by people who hate new shows. Oh, don't you? I know. don't know why this is the accent I'm going with. <laughs> <laughs> but it happened. 
just gotta stick with it but uh yeah if you want if you want to come like find out some weird interesting sport news about a sport you didn't know existed but absolutely is a thing or like weird things with mushrooms and how much ranch dressing is too much ranch dressing to slather your body in they've got the great hilarious stories for you and great puns <laughs> the person and person show uh it's person and person dot com uh all right everybody say goodbye to the gentle listeners bye bye, bye. for tim hansen rich sweet and sean o'brien and the entire action moves team please Move. be civil Moo. 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 My name is Matt Casnell, reminding you all to be smart about being stupid. Man.